My name is Stanley Sword, and I have the great pleasure to welcome Karine Jolie, world champion in skydiving and multiple world record holder as well. Welcome to our conversation about this intense, beautiful sport. Tell us, what's the essence of skydiving? Why should we try it and what does it bring to life? Wow. Well, first, thank you for having me. Um, skydiving is a life-changing thing. Like, actually, people that start skydiving, we actually say it's a new birth. So we have two birthdays after that. <laughs> and it's really true. Like, um, when, you, when you skydive, you discover yourself because you're jumping into the unknown. You don't really know how you're going to react when you're going to throw yourself out from an airplane, you know? So... This is like a, a beautiful journey to discover what you have inside, your strengths, um, your, your power, you know, um, and also discovering new sensations, um, focus, intensity of the moment. Um, this is just the part where you're only concerned, but then you get to meet all the community with uh, other skydivers, people that are also in the same state of you, like you are. So it's all about, there's no artifici artificial behaviors. It's everyone is true because you're facing your, your fears, you're facing your, you know, like your uh, intensity. Mm. So there's no way you can put a mask at those moments. So you get to meet people who they truly are and you connect with them. And it's such a beautiful feeling. And uh, you have 6,400 jumps so far. Uh, a little more. Us, <laughs> a little more. Tell us, what's, what's the one closest you know, to death and what's the one closest to life that brought you, you know, to the present moment of being a man? Mm. Closest to death, I don't really have any in mind, uh, hopefully. <laughs> um, but closer to heaven, I have plenty. <laughs> uh, almost every one of them, actually. But uh, yeah, if we want to talk about the scary thing, I think it's uh, something that everyone think about when we talk about skydiving, because all we get to see in the media is all about like, oh, this guy broke uh, an ankle or this guy, uh, I don't know, had two parachutes out. But it's just like... Um, something that could happen just like you take your car and you could have an accident uh, but the, it's not because i don't know like it's skydiving it's just um we have a very good equipment very uh full of technology we always have backups and uh, procedures to to do so if if you just do the regular activity uh you will feel way closer to heaven than uh, something close to fear or uh, a stress situation and can you have your own style as a skydiver? And which, which is your style? How do we see it's you up in the air? Uh, I guess it's like when you see someone walking with the sun behind and you only see the shadow. Uh, if you know the person, you can definitely tell who it is. Uh, it's just like it's your body emotion. It's, it's your body language. So uh, everyone has its own style up there, of course, because... Um, it's a different way to use your body. It's a different feeling and uh, it's a different um, yeah, way of ex um, exploring the air and uh, you know, the movements you can do in it. And uh, do you ever dream about skydiving at night? 
I, it's a good question. I actually never dreamt of skydiving, um, really. What I had was at the beginning when I learned, because your mind is playing tricks on you, uh, I was dreaming that I was uh, going to open my parachute. So it wasn't the part where I usually like evolve in the air. It was just like the parachute part. And I, as I open, it, it would not open. And then I would be like, ah, oh, trying to reach at my... Uh, my parachute with my manually, you know, uh, trying to take it out. And then eventually I would manage to take it out, but it was just starting to deploy and I was landing on the ground and I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I should hide because it's not normal that I survived this. Mm. <laughs> I would just walk away normally with my parachute. <laughs> no, but that, that's the only thing. I would usually like dream that I fly, but without being in the air with my parachute, just, just flying with my body. And you became a world champion in 2018. How, how, how do you train your body to peak perform? And how do you train your mind? Use yoga or meditation and such? Yeah, good question. So um, I uh, used to do a lot of karate when I was younger. And this definitely helped me uh, through my journey in uh, competition and skydiving. Because um, it gives you like a, a strength and a a mental that is uh, you can count on so you know how to like go in your space uh, in your bubble and uh, and get the focus where you want it uh, which really helped me for sure to not be distracted by all, uh, all the the energy of the stress of the other teams and uh, you know all the people trying to impress you during the competition so <laughs> they get more points um, but it was also like something that I learned through the competitions, through experience, because um, we didn't have anyone preparing us um, mental preparation or even physical or nutrition, or we had to do it all by ourselves. So luckily we had this space with Greg, my partner. We had this space of uh, um, training for uh, um, karate. So we kept on like, you know, exercising and uh, doing what we, we wanted and what we felt was uh, helping us to perform better. Um, but I guess there's no, you just need to like learn how your body works and uh, give it what you need. Uh, but for that, you need to listen to you first. Mm, mm. And, and uh, is there a limit upwards and downwards when you can skydive? You, you, uh, you skydive with a 93 year old. Uh, but when you're three years old, you can't skydive. Where's the limits, you think? So, uh, I know a guy who skydived when he was three because his dad <laughs> was a, a tandem instructor and he managed to make a little harness just uh, for his body. Um, I think the, the main limit is, is this, is like the, the size of the harness that you can, you know, clip on the, the instructor. Um, so officially in France, you need to be uh, 15 to do a tandem jump. And then you can start uh, at 16 with a authorization from your parents to learn to skydive solo. But I guess before that, if you know someone that is ready to take you, you, you actually can do a tandem. <laughs> and and uh, is there a upward, do you think, would you bring this with you your whole life? Uh, and And... You, I guess you get a little dependent on, on uh, skydiving. It's hard to stay out of the sky, but 
do you in, need to increase the dose? Like with the you know cigarettes, you start out with one cigarette a day, and then all of a sudden people smoke a whole package, or can you just <laughs> enjoy that feeling throughout life? Um, I think most of the people um, that do it as a as a hobby manage to do just one jump once in a while uh, because it just feels like a, a huge shower um, in the sense that every, like if you're working a lot, if you have stuff in your mind, you go, you do one jump and it's just like whew, everything clears up and then you're ready to go on for another round uh, of life. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, you can definitely do it just once in a while. Um, to me, it's a different path that I choose because I, I brought it up to competition. So you need to be like training every day. Uh, almost, but uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's enough. You don't you don't necessarily need more. Of course, you want more because the feeling is really really nice, but you don't uh, need it. And and how do you how do you you know can, can you live of the sport? It's it's uh, not uh, you can run for free on the beach, but you can't go up in the sky for free. Yeah, airplanes. yeah, I know. Yes, um, it's it's a difficult sport to earn money. Uh, I guess the usual path is people can uh, pack parachutes and make a little money, uh, and then like um, work for a drop zone and then ask the drop zone to uh, finance their instructor ratings. So they can either go for um, uh, instructing people how to skydive solo or take uh, the tandem class and be a tandem master so they can bring people, you know, linked and have a tandem experience. Um, I know those people, the tandem masters managed to leave out of the sports. Um, it's just like taking a lot of physical strength. So you have to make sure that you, you keep in good shape, mm. but it's not like, yeah, I don't think it's the sport you choose to, to make money, you know, it's like a passion sport, a passion um, work, sorry. And and um, what would be your three best pieces of advice for the next generation who wants to become, you know, professional skydivers, who want to become world champions just like you? Ah, uh, wow. Piece of advice. Um, maybe start with, uh, I don't know, I think if you're... If you have the passion, you will find the right path for you. Um, but set your, your goals, because if you want to go for competition, then going for uh, the instructor uh, path is not going to help you, because then you're going to be kind of stuck being an instructor, either tandem or you know, like uh, making people uh, learn solo. So if you want to go for competition, then you have to invest everything you have in your life to um, to get a level and then as soon as you can start coaching a little here and there and then maybe have another job on the side so you can have incomings and it's going to help you to finance your your level and and how much is technology how much is power how much is technique in skydiving how do you mean which the different parts you know of a perfect jump of a, per, of a world championship uh, masterpiece ah, uh, the, between the, the different the ingredients exactly. to be a world champion well I guess there's a lot um, the first one is the will like how much you want it 
and uh, what are you ready to to do to make it happen and uh, to to go to this direction because you actually really never fully know if you're going to be able to to be world champion because everyone is going to the same direction so you're not alone you know in, in in this quest but all you can do is like your best so make sure you have the physique you want uh, to help you to perform at your best um, have uh, be sure that you you have the nutrition uh, that's going to help your body to follow and your your brain also it's going to help your brain to function better and uh, train your mental train your strength your inner strength and your inner peace um, for sure if you can meditate uh, it's going to help you a lot uh, and if you if you if you do exercise with balance for balance with your body it's going to help you because in the air it's always like on something that is uh, a mattress but it's kind of soft so you always need to find your balance and have a core strength really developed um but yeah i guess the the rest is all in your brain like how much you want it how much you train for it and uh what do you project yourself in um yeah mental projection mm. and how has wind tunnels changed the game wow it changed everything so in the early years um If you wanted to become a, a skydiving champion, all you could do is just train from an airplane. So you had to wait for a good condition with the weather, um, a place that would be running almost all year long because you need to train as much as you can. Um, and then even if the plane, the plane is working, the weather is good, then you need enough people to feel the plane so it can run. So there's a lot of condition to depend on. And, uh, just need to spend your whole life in your drop zone and trying to to jump as much as you can and you only have like this one minute uh barely one minute of free fall to improve yourself so it takes a long time and a lot of jumps um when wind tunnel came out then it just like changed the whole game now you can you can buy hours uh which which is equivalent to more than 60 skydive you know and you can do one hour in one day There's no way you can do 60 skydive in one day. <laughs> like the most we would do when we were training was like 10, uh, 10 jumps a day. You can do more, but then you're not efficient uh, anymore. So imagine the rhythm. It's like a, a big change. Mm. Mm. And, and uh, is there a difference in technique to be a champion? Because there is competitions in, in wind tunnels as well. How does it differ? Yeah, so it's really specific. Um, the competition in the sky is really hard because you don't have any reference points. Um, so my discipline, which is two performers and one cameraman, is um, is really um, challenging because we we are three people with three different body shapes, three different weights, and we need to fall exactly at the same rate and speed. And then this is already something you, everyone needs to adapt to the other one. Then you need to make sure you have the right distance between all of you. And then once you have all that, then you can start doing some figures or, you know, like some acrobacy and then land on the same place next to each other. So it's super challenging. And uh, there's not so many movements that you can do 
because you don't have any reference point around you. Whether when you're in a tunnel, you only have reference point everywhere. And um, the, the glasses you can see through. So you have, you know, you have the stairs over here, people over here, uh, the door behind you, this light here. And then whenever you are evolving, uh, evolving um, you, you know exactly where you are. So uh, you can throw more moves um, because there's only you inside the, the tunnel or maybe there's one other person sometimes but like it's it's I don't know it's really more easy to throw more moves uh it's more technical because the glass is here to remind you that you can't hit it <laughs> and once you do it once you don't want to do it twice so for sure it's uh, way more technical which is why it's also useful for us to train in the tunnel and then go in the sky because then it's more easy in the sky it feels more easy to do some moves but then you have to adapt all the time so yeah I, everything is really specific and can you tell us anything about the history of the sport and the history of skydiving there's a big military component in it with parachuters and the different wars and throughout history and such yeah for sure um i'm not the best one for telling like the whole story of uh, skydiving and evolution but for sure it came out from the military uh, ground and um they they only had like the round parachute where you cannot control really where you're going right or left or like slowing down before uh, before you land so um i actually saw uh, north of france a dropping of militaries with still the round parachute and I felt so bad for those guys because I could feel the ground shaking when they crash land, you know, like they have to roll over. And, and it's just like, I felt bad. Like we're, we're so lucky to have very nice, um, we call them square, but it's more like rectangular uh, parachutes where we get to choose uh, exactly our direction and we can, you know, land so soft compared to that. So, yeah, I guess it, it evolved a lot. Um, from the military, then it came to, they had competition into in the military. And uh, at the early years, it was mostly like people falling on their belly and doing points or um, going solo and trying to do some like uh, loops and right turns, left turns with a, a, short, um, a short time, you know, and do as fast as they could all those figures or like, some people that would open straight away their parachute and start making constructions, you know, between them. Um, and then later on came the free fly, my, my discipline. So it's, it's still an early like sports discipline, um, but it's evolving so fast. And as you said, now that we have wind tunnels, it's just like poof, exploding. And which is the different, uh, you know, competition parts of free free skydiving now it's free free fall. Uh, free fall as you do and which is the others okay so there are many so for the free fall parts um we have the fs uh competition people that stay on the belly and they they like grab the hands and then turn and grab the feet and they have like um, different combos that they need to do as fast as they can and repeat so we're there's a video man above them and they're pointing counting points every time they they close a figure then it's one point and then they have to make the most points uh, from the other team then we have the um, 
So they can do this with four, teams of four or eight. Then we have the free fly. What I do is uh, two performers and one cameraman. So we have to do figures just like ice skating, kind of. We have three rounds, and um, we also have uh, compulsory, two jumps of compulsory, so we know the figures in advance, and we need to train to show them uh, the way the judges want them to see. Um, and then we have freestyle, which is this one performer in the screen and one uh, videoman, which is more like gymnastic, you know, like with the uh, pointed toes and everything. Um, and then there is also um, four, uh, how do you say that? Four people that would go free flying. So they, they use like a head down position or head up, but they are, they are doing points just like the belly people. So it's also like they have to make more points than the other team. And I guess that's it. And which would be your best piece of advice for, you know, for the first jump, people who, who wants to go up in the sky today and, and uh, do like you? How do you ah. get the courage and, and, and uh, what would be your best piece of advice? Well, I guess if, if you want to go, just uh, stop thinking and just go. Like you need to, to take away all the of the the thoughts of your brain, like being like of the warnings, like no, no, don't do it. If you feel attracted to it, or if you if you're curious, just go for it, and know that your mind's gonna trick you and try to like make you renounce or how do you say bail. Um, so I guess it's just like take the decision in advance. And then stick to your decision. So if you go there and you want to try, when you're there, take away all the warning signs and just go for it. Because mm. it's a it's a really amazing experience. If you trust in the material, which I guarantee now is really well developed, and your instructor, which is trained for that and is like normally jumping every day and doing his job. So you can really relay on that and just try to enjoy and feel and listen to all the, the stuff that you can feel, which is amazing. And you also scuba dive, uh, which is the you know, similarities between being in the water, diving down in the sea and being up in the air and falling. So uh, a lot of people say there's a lot of uh, um, simili simulated, uh, how do you say? Mm -hmm. Similarities. Yeah. Similarities, sorry. Um, but I think... The only thing I see that is common would be the fact that you can move your body in the three dimensions. But to me, it's completely different because in skydiving, it's, you feel the intensity, you feel the speed, you feel like um, you need to be like alert, you know, like in the moment and uh, calculate everything. And when you're scuba diving, your breathing is really slow and the, the, the sound of the bubbles, you know, through your detendeur. It's kind of like really something super zen and super like easygoing. So all your movements, there's no movement you can do that is uh, with a speed. Because if you try to move fast in the water, no matter what, it's going to move slow, you know. Mm. So it's all about like taking your, your pace down like slow and uh, it's really peaceful for me scuba diving. Fantastic. Karine, we wish you the best of luck on your beautiful journey throughout the sky. And, Thank uh, you very stay much. Stay safe.